Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. How can we dispose of Nazi memorabilia and to what extent is the selling of Nazi memorabilia ethical? Joining us on the line now to unpack this uh, subject, Dimitri Abraham is the head of archives at the Cape Town Holocaust and Genocide Center. Dimitri, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Hi, good afternoon, Michael. And good How to, you? all good, all good, Dimitri, and great to have you on board. Thank you for taking the time to discuss this, uh, pretty sensitive subject. Uh, let's just, just lay the basis for the conversation. An antique shop mm-hmm. in Waterloo, Ontario is under fire for displaying and selling a piece of Nazi memorabilia, but that's not the only place that's been in the spotlight selling Nazi memorabilia in recent times. My question to you, Dimitri, to open up the conversation, how rife is this at the moment? So the selling of Nazi memorabilia um, is very rife. Um, you can buy medals, uh, uniforms, all kinds of things online, um, and they're not even very expensive. Um, okay. And because yeah, and because of this, because of the the proliferation of these objects, there's also a lot of fakes on the market. Um, so people are not buying authentic things um, because of how um, there aren't that many left in the world, actually. Um, so people are creating fakes to keep the market going, essentially. Okay, I was wondering why all of a sudden you've got this resurgence, or shall we say this interest in selling off a Nazi memorabilia, but there we have it, as mm-hmm. you've mentioned. Yeah, so it's an ongoing cycle of uh, uh, supply or demand feeds supply, basic economics. Dimitri, to what extent do these these memorabilia items stop serving their purpose of of being, you know, like being portrayed from an educational perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, so they stop serving their purpose when they're taken out of context or glorified. Mm. Mm. Um, and many other people who are buying them online are not buying them for educational purposes. Right. They're buying it to, to glorify Nazism mm-hmm. and everything that it stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look around the world, Nazi symbols are, are, are resurfacing again and yes. being used for, for um, nefarious purposes. So what would you say is the best way to then dispose of this? Um, I don't think we should dispose of the original. Mm-hmm. I think they have um, educational value. Um, and if they're placed in the correct uh, context and in the right. correct place, then they can be useful. Right. Um, and I think for, for your listeners um, and friends of theirs who have these items um, or know of people who have them, uh, my advice would be to contact either myself mm-hmm. um, at okay. the Cape Town Center or my right. colleagues in, at the Johannesburg and Durban Centers right. and arrange to meet with us um, and hand these objects over so that they can be um, stored in the proper place right. and given the correct context. Dimitri, are you at the moment, have you been receiving much memorabilia? Um, We have been receiving a lot of memorabilia of late because we're getting to that point in history where people who are alive during the conflict during World War II have have passed on. um, And it's their children who are sitting with these collections and they don't know what to do. Okay. Um, And I'll give you a recent example of what happened. Right. Um, a woman contacted me a few months ago, and she said that her father was a great collector. 
Um, okay. And she was interested in, in the history of Nazism. Right. Um, and she asked me, should we burn this? Should we, what should I do with it? Should I burn it? Should I throw it away? Mm-hmm. And I said, come in, have a discussion with me about it. Um, and we will take it on and we will store it in a proper place. Sure. Um, and just coming back to, to the issue of faith, is that out of the 10 items she donated, mm-hmm. nine of them were actually fake. They what? have been created after the war. Wow. Okay. Yes. Dimitri, just as a matter of interest, though, what kind of memorabilia, not to get too gross about this and get too you know, mm-hmm. unethical about it, but what kind yeah. of memorabilia have you been receiving in general? Um, so we've been uh, receiving a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been receiving toys, medals, uniforms, okay. um, even, even a dagger. Um, so it, it, it ranges across um, different uh, ephemera types, okay. types of ephemera. Okay. So at the moment, you, you, just going back to what you were saying earlier on, we're seeing a rise of this, it would seem, mainly in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Uh, um, and it, yeah. Sorry, so, so not as much in, Not as much in South Africa, but definitely in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, and it's a great perceive that the people who... Uh, fought against Nazism, their descendants are now, um, you know, being engrossed by, by these, these ideas. Sure. Ideals. Sure. And how receptive, how, how is your archives being received down in Cape Town, uh, in terms of attention and, uh, yes, uh, visitation? Um, so, our, our archive is mainly accessed by, by academics, mm-hmm. uh, because it is stored um, within the facilities at the University of Cape Town. Okay. Um, so it, it is an enclosed space, and of course, members of the public can also access it. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, most most of the people who are accessing it are academics, both sure. from South Africa and other parts of the world. Right. Dimitri, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us okay. this afternoon, and uh, yeah, just giving us some background as to how one interprets Nazi memorabilia. Uh, given its its background and it's what it represents and in what context one should uh, look at it and, uh, yes, how one should view it from an historical perspective. Dimitri Abrams, Head of Archives at the Cape Town Holocaust and Genocide Center, thank you for joining us this afternoon just to give us your perspective on this issue, which, as he mentions, is on the rise in the Northern Hemisphere. A lot of... Uh, Artifacts now are coming out of the closet, so to speak, but are being being used for uh, nefarious purposes and for other purposes other than educational purposes.